You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out to everybody listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio. Of course, on the Fantasy Sports YouTube live stream as well. We got a big show for you here on a Tuesday. I know a lot of people are talking about their waiver wires about to run, their fab budget. Do you believe in some of these guys or have you learned your lesson last week it was Rashard Higgins everybody loved he didn't do anything after week one everybody loved Kenny Galladay turns out a lot of people have turned around and have already dropped him I'm going to tell you which hot ads you can believe in and which ones you should not spend your money or priority on and we got a poll question up right now as always on Twitter you can get it at FNTSY radio you could follow me ask me questions or answer the poll at spit and speeds i ask you which of these most added free agents are you most likely to spend your fab budget on is it wendell smallwood out there in philadelphia is it sterling shepherd wide receiver for the giants or is it paul richardson out there in seattle remember it looks like doug baldwin could maybe miss some time for seattle so let us know or is there someone else we got that poll question up you can find it on twitter also if you want to chime in we're going to open up the phone lines later on in the show the number to call is 844-843 Six eight seven nine. I told you about yo the Dallas Cowboys put it on last night. They beat the Cardinals twenty eight seventeen, bucking the trend of the home dogs, which I was talking about. Make it six and three. It was six and two. Now it wound up being six and three for the home dogs in week three as the Cowboys won twenty eight seventeen. I gotta tell you though something. Listen. Des Bryant is not an elite wide receiver anymore. He got only two catches, saved his night and fantasy football owners with a touchdown, but he did that against zone coverage, not against Patrick Peterson. I still maintain that Des Bryant is really only like a quadruple A wide receiver. He is below the tier of truly elite guys, and I got to tell you something. Remember I've told you about some of these sunsetting quarterbacks like Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers. Carson Palmer is falling off a cliff, but it is the offensive line play that is the problem. And the impact of that could actually be good for fantasy football owners of Carson Palmer. Palmer is now, I believe, going to put the ball up about 40 times a game because they can't run the ball. There are a couple of other teams in the NFL that are doing the same thing because they can't run the ball. The Washington football team and Kirk Cousins comes to mind. Eli Manning and the Giants come to mind. These guys, even though we talk about how their offensive lines are bad and they can't run the ball, that could mean more attempts for the quarterback and listen fantasy is an opportunity and a volume game so that's kind of interesting when we come back we're dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle i give you my injuries news and notes and my take on the top waiver ads at every position going into week three or week four and then we open up the phone lines to take your questions later on it's your boy speeds the spitting statistician we're dropping stats over beats it's the fantasy freestyle right here on the fantasy sports radio network come on right back 
Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Hey, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right, and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. Look a look a look a here. You could be looking at YouTube live on the Fantasy Sports Network. You could be listening live on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and of course on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And also, you can download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, and this way, whether it is live or on demand, you can get every show on the network, and it's all free 24-7. That's what we do here at the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let's dive right in. I got some news and notes for week four. Now, first of all, listen, tomorrow is the day where we're going to get our first real practice reports and our first injury reports and remember I told you this going into last week there are going to be a ton of folks who are listed as DNP did not practice tomorrow but I certainly believe that teams are now just managing the reps and the practice time so don't get too worried when I give you a lot of did not practice tomorrow but today We hear Eagles offensive coordinator Frank Reich, former quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, if you remember that incredible comeback back in the day in the early 90s, that playoff with the Bills, they were down like 38-3 to or something like that, I believe to the Houston Oilers, a team that's now not even in the NFL, and Frank Reich, in for Jim Kelly, led that comeback. He is now the Eagles offensive coordinator. He says there is no doubt that Wendell Smallwood will have a bigger role now that Darren Sproles is out. Listen, I think the way it's going to play out is that LeGarrette Blunt, LGBT, is going to wind up with early down work between the tackles work and goal line work. However, Smallwood is going to be on the field more. He's going to out-snap Blunt. He's going to be the one in passing downs. He's going to take on that Sproles work, but will also be your kind of standard running back as well. Smallwood is a guy that you should definitely check out on the waiver wire. All right. It also sounds like there is unfortunately no end in sight for the holdout of Dwayne Brown, the Texans' offensive tackle. And that's big because if you've been watching the Texans recently – Listen, they are getting so much pressure on Deshaun Watson, so I think it is interesting. He's kind of like earning more money by sitting out because they show how much they need him. It's sort of like Odell Beckham, how he was sitting you know, not there in the first game, and it was so clear that they need him to be a playmaker. It's a similar situation for Dwayne Brown out there in Houston. Jay Gruden, head coach out there in Washington, is saying that uh, – 
my man that I've been telling you about for weeks, even before the season, Chris Thompson, is not going to get more work or more touches, even despite his success early in the season, and says that, in fact, Rob Kelly, like, whoa, is still their number one running back. I don't know if that makes sense, but you got to conserve these guys, because look what happened to Darren Sproles. Look what happened to Danny Woodhead. You know, they've been talking about a lot of these kind of backs that are great. They want to manage their touches, manage their carries so they don't get burned out. Remember, Rivera said the same thing about Christian McCaffrey. They're thinking the same thing about Tarek Cohen down in Chicago. Dolphins head coach Adam Gaze says, quote-unquote, he is fed up with the bad offense. And I think this is notable, and here's why. Last year, he said the same thing in about week three, and then the Dolphins turned around and cut three of their offensive linemen. So this is more than just bluster coming from the head coach in Miami. Remember, they laid an egg against the Jets last week in the Jets' home opener, and now they go across the pond to take on the Saints, which should be an elixir for that offense. Also, Melvin Gordon says that his knee is fine. Remember, we reported before that he's got a bone bruise. This is a guy that had microfracture surgery previously in his career, so definitely something to watch. If you need to know, Brandon Oliver is the handcuff, is the backup, but I would not go there. I think uh, Anthony Lynn is going to still work Melvin Gordon. The one practice report I do want to give you because it is for Thursday night football, and it has to do with Packers Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb was dealing with that chest injury. He did, in fact, practice. He is trending to be able to go Thursday night football as week four kicks off the Packers host the Chicago Bears. All right, let's keep it moving here. On the Fantasy Freestyles, we drop stats over beats. Tuesday is a big day when it comes to uh, waiver wire, right? Who do you want to add? You're thinking about spending your fab budget, your waiver priority. Are these people worth it? Let me go position by position and tell you who I like out of the kind of most added people who I think are worth the add. Let's start at the wide receiver position. I want to tell you right off the bat, Geronimo Allison, who popped off last week, no. You want no part of him. That was a one-week thing. Travis Benjamin, who popped off for the Chargers? No. I want no part of him. Even Marquise Lee, okay, who is now like the one or two choice in Jacksonville, I want no part of him either because the Jaguars are trying to win with defense and Leonard Fournette running the ball. They do not want Blake Bortles to be a volume passer. They want to try to win the ball, win the game with Blake Bortles completing like 10 passes. That is what they did in week one, so I don't even want Marquise Lee. Let me tell you about a couple of guys who I think is interesting. First of all, one one thing to just say, Willie Sneed on the Saints, his suspension, his three-game suspension is now over. He is owned in 74 75% of leagues, but if you and your boys or you and your girls right now are chilling at the bar and happy hour, it's four of you, one of you is in a league where you could pick up Willie Sneed right now. And I definitely recommend checking that out because he is the number two wide receiver for a Drew Brees guy. He's going to throw for 5,000 yards. You want some of that production. Willie Sneed is the number two receiver for the New Orleans Saints. So check that one out. Let me give you a couple of other guys that I really, really like at the wide receiver position. The first is Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard is owned in only 35% of leagues. So before when it was four of you, you know, they're at the bar and only one of you is in a, a league where Willie Sneed is not owned. If you're at the bar and it's three of you, Two of you are in a league where you can get Sterling Shepard, and I recommend it. Here is why. I told you about some of these bad offensive lines, and the Giants are definitely one of them. What the Giants did as an adjustment last week, I don't know if you saw, Eli did not get sacked at all against the Philadelphia Eagles last week. 
And that's a team with a good pass rush. They are trying to get the ball out a lot quicker. And the other thing the Giants have done is completely throw in the towel and abandon the running game. I believe Eli Manning is now going to have 40 attempts a game moving forward. They're going to throw the ball to Odell Beckham, and they're going to throw the ball to Sterling Shepard. He's the number two wide receiver there. I think he's got good skills. I think Sterling Shepard now ascends into being one of the better wide receiver twos in fantasy, like the guys like Manny. Sanders, guys like Devontae Adams or Randall Cobb, guys like Michael Crabtree, where you like the number two wide receiver in the offense, Sterling Shepard belongs. He is right now rated number 55 overall in fantasy football after three weeks. I think that's sustainable. I like Sterling Shepard. If you need a wide receiver, he's the guy I target to find if he is available in your league. The other place I look as I look to Seattle, I look to Seattle because Doug Baldwin is banged up and uh, Dr. A, earlier who we partner with there on Inside Injuries, he said that he thinks that this Doug Baldwin injury may be a two or three week thing. So what does that mean? That means Seattle, who is going back home and in prime time, I believe they're on Sunday night football against the Indianapolis Colts. Listen, the Colts' pass defense is so bad that last week we were talking about guys like Rashard Higgins. We had guys like Kenny Britt and Isaiah Crowell in our DFS lineups because we wanted to attack the Colts defense. I still want to attack the Colts defense, especially for a Seattle team that can't run the ball well, is going to be at home. So who are the wide receivers to look for if Doug Baldwin is out? First of all, Tyler Lockett is owned in 41% of leagues, and I think he's going to be a guy that you could definitely own. But if you need to dig a little deeper, check out Paul Richardson. Paul Richardson is only owned in 11% of leagues, and I think he's the next man up if Doug Baldwin can't go. Russ Arena Eddie has chemistry with him and looks to you know throw those kind of ha- uh, 50-50 balls to Richardson. I think there's going to be more opportunity for that moving forward. I think both of these Seattle wideouts, Richardson or Lockett, are interesting for as long as Doug Baldwin is out. In the same vein, one other guy I'll give you, but I put him below all these other guys, is Devin Funches. Devin Funches is owned in only 20% of leagues. Now Kelvin Benjamin out. Greg Olson out. Maybe Kelvin, uh, maybe Funches is the last man standing, but to be honest, I want no part of this Panthers offense right now because as I said yesterday, I don't think Cam Newton is right. So at the wide receiver position, I love Sterling Shepard. I like the Seattle wideouts, whether it be Richardson or Lockett. And if uh, give a check to see if Willie Sneed is owned or available in your league because in a quarter of leagues, he's still out there. And if you uh, can, snap him up. Let me give you a couple of... Uh, we only got a couple minutes here before the break, so let me give you two tight ends real quick that I like if you're on the waiver wire because tight end has been atrocious. You know, Jordan Reed banged up, Greg Olson banged up, Jimmy Graham not really doing it, Travis Kelsey only had one catch, you know, last last week. So if you need some tight end help, and I know a lot of you do, check out these two guys that are under 40% owned. The first is Evan Ingram, again with the Giants, okay? Evan Ingram is 38% owned among Yahoo leagues. I think he could be a guy you target. The same exact rationale as what I said for Sterling Shepard, okay? Evan Ingram is this kind of pass-catching tight end that is not even being utilized in the blocking scheme. So remember how I say when tight ends need to, like, learn the blocking and the passing? They're using him as a straight receiver. I think his role is going to grow as the season goes on. He's available in over 60% of leagues. If you need tight end help, he could be viable. The other guy I'm going to tell you, if you need kind of a more stable floor guy... 
is Clay out there in Buffalo. Um, Charles Clay is owned in only 21% of leagues. I believe he might wind up being the leading target getter, leading receiver for the Buffalo offense. Outside of Shady McCoy, I can't rely on Zay Jones or Jordan Matthews. The best pass catcher is actually Charles Clay, and he's gotten in the end zone two of the three games so far this year. I think they're going to need to throw going up against Atlanta to keep up. Clay might get a lot of that opportunity. When we come back, we're going to open up the phone lines, 844-843-6879. And I'm going to tell you about the running backs to target on the waiver wire for week four. It's your boy, Dane Martinez. We're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. Come on back. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to uh, Fantasy Freestyle. We're dropping stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, the spitting statistician holding you down. We're talking waiver wire ads for week four. We got a poll question up as well. I'm asking, which of the big waiver wire ads do you think you would spend your fab budget or your waiver priority on a little bit for uh, going week four and beyond? Right now, it is a runaway. 59% say Wendell Smallwood is the answer. And also... Uh, listen, some news around that. It looks like the Eagles are about to sign Kenyon Barner, former running back of the Eagles and out of Oregon. This is a guy who was in there before, so maybe it's going to be more of a committee. So temper your expectations a little bit about LeGarrette Blunt or Smallwood or whoever it is that you think is going to be the lead dog out there in Philadelphia. All right. Um, I was talking about the waiver wire ads, and we did the wideouts, we did tight ends. Let me real quick, because we're talking about the Eagles and Smallwood, go there as well. Listen, I think I still think Wendell Smallwood is the waiver wire for you this week because he is the person who could sustain this throughout the season. When we talk about the wide receivers, you know, I talked about the Seattle guys. Baldwin is coming back. You know what I mean? We talked about. Um, I like to see guys that I think could have this role for a while, and I do believe that is Wendell Smallwood, regardless of if they sign, if they have Kenyon Barner there or not. Darren Sproles is gone for the rest of the season, may call it a career after the ACL injury and the broken arm, in, in fact, as well. I think Wendell Smallwood is going to be that guy who gets the passing work and gets some of the in-between-the-tackles work, even with LeGarrette Blunt there. And remember, like I said, offensive coordinator, Frank Reich definitely thinks that Smallwood is only owned in 6% of leagues. So you can go out there right now and get yourself Wendell Smallwood. I think he is a great ad. If you're looking for another place, if you need a running back, let me give you these two. First of all, another guy I like is Dante Foreman. I've said you about Dante Foreman all season long. I've said in Houston, I don't think Lamar Miller is long for this starting job. They picked this rookie. They like this rookie. Dante Foreman is only 17% owned. The backfield split right now is like 70-30 or 60-40. I think it kind of starts to go like 
like this. And I think you have the prototypical case of the young kid, the rookie, rising and ascending throughout the season. Okay, I think that could be the case out there in Houston. Give a look to Dante Foreman if you want to stash him and maybe use him a little bit later on. You also got guys like, listen, Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles is only earned in a third of leagues. I still think C.J. Anderson is the back there, but it looks like Denver is going to try to manage and keep it a committee and keep everybody safe out there and healthy. So keep an eye on um, Jamal Charles. Also, Duke Johnson. Johnson is owned in about half of leagues right now. But listen, Isaiah Crowell has not been doing it. And it looks like, even behind this, what I thought was a top five offensive line, Crowell, you know, talked about that he wanted more. He's getting like 30 yards a game. Okay, and the Cleveland Browns are in this kind of pass mode with the new kid, Deshaun Kaiser. And that means Duke Johnson is on the field. Take an eye, keep a, give a look. To Duke Johnson as well. As far as defenses, I'm going to give you two that are playing in the same game. All right, and I'm looking at Jacksonville and I'm looking at the Jets. The Jacksonville Jags, their defense is for real. You have to take a look at them with, you know, Saxonville, they're calling them 10 sacks in week one. Had so much pressure in week three in London that they pulled Joe Flacco in Baltimore and they now have the New York Jets. Not exactly an offense that scares me. The only thing that scares me about the Jacksonville pick is that travel after the London game. It's very rare. This is the first time we're seeing teams after a, a London game not have a bye. I don't know what the impact of it is just yet. So I look to the other side of that game, the New York Jets. The Jets' defense looked stout at home against the Dolphins last week. They stay at home, continue to grow. And listen, the Dolphins coming off of a big win. I mean, excuse me, the Jaguars coming off of a big win, traveling across the pond. I don't know how that plays. And remember, I've told you the Jaguars can only do this if the game flow is in their favor. And they can then start to grind in the second half with Leonard Fournette. That's not the case necessarily. You know, we'll see if they get up. I, I would love it if you have the Jets defense and uh, the Jaguars are in a position where they need Blake Bortles to throw the ball. All right. We've opened up the phone lines. We got also, uh, it's the number to call is 844-843-6879. We got a couple of callers right now. I want to take callers for the rest of this segment. Line them up, Bavona. Let's go. And the first one is my man Nick in Rhode Island. Nick, you have a question about hashtag all quarterbacks matter. We're talking about Cam Newton. I understand your pain. What's your question, Nick? You're dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle. Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, I'm in a tough spot right now. We got Cam Newton that I drafted. Andrew Luck late, um, and, and he's been nothing but right. uh, out. He's supposed to be out until week six now. Um, so the waiver wire, we got Eli, Alex Smith, Tyrod, Cutler. I don't know if any of these guys would be Sure. Yeah, sure. Thanks for the call. And yeah, you are in a bind with Cam underperforming and banged up and Andrew Luck. I'm telling you with Andrew Luck, I don't know if he plays at all this year. I'm going to tell you the truth. And let me, let me let, put you, Nick, put yourself in the position of Andrew Luck. Let's say the Colts are like one in five. Would you rush back for this team? I don't think I would. And that offensive line is still trash. But to answer your question, of the names you got, I like Eli. And let me tell you why. The Giants are another team where the offensive line is trash, but I told you at the top of the show, the Giants have abandoned the run game, and Eli is going to be a volume thrower against Tampa Bay. And listen, Case Keenum lit up Tampa Bay last week, okay? So I think Eli, he's got Odell Beckham. He's got my number one waiver wire ad, Sterling Shepard. I told you about Ingram because I think Eli is going to throw, throw, and then throw some more. I wouldn't be surprised if Eli puts the ball up 40 times this week. So of the names you mentioned, I take a step. 
stab on Eli because all he needs to do is throw it five yards and have Odell Beckham do the rest. All right, Steve in Massachusetts. Steve, welcome back on the Fantasy Freestyle. How you doing? How's your team? You're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. I want to talk about some of these Titans wide receivers. What's going on, Steve? Hey, what's going on, my man? How hey, you I'm feeling? doing all right. Uh, oh, I'm all right. I'm, I'm two on one. Um, I'm heading in uh, to uh, this next week with a couple of questions. All right. Uh, uh, Corey Davis, he just got dropped in my league. I was just wondering if I should pick this guy up. I, I would have to drop like Benjamin Watson. And uh, I was also looking at uh, a running back. Uh, I remember you talked about Foreman from the – the Texans. Yeah. Would you be comfortable with if I was to drop uh, Terrence West and, and Adam? Because like my bench uh, running backs is uh, besides him is uh, Amir Abdullah and uh, uh, popping uh, Jaquiz Rogers. Man, uh, starting wise, I have Kareem Hunt and uh, Dalvin Cook. So it, it would just be like a bye week thing or. Right. Hey, if Devontae Foreman pops off, I could trade him. So, yeah. I just th- wanted to get your thoughts on that. No problem. Thanks for the call, Steve. Let me try to do them one at a time, okay? Corey Davis is, um, if you're in a keeper league, if you're in a rookie league, something like that, I love Corey Davis. But here's the thing. With Tennessee... Their nickname is Exotic Smash Mouth. They want to run the ball. Even Mariota runs the ball. This is not a team that's thrown. I want my wide receivers to be on teams that are these volume-throwing guys, not on a team that actually nicknames themselves Exotic Smash Mouth. And then, yes, Corey Davis has incredible skill, but you got Rashard Matthews there. You got Eric Decker there. You got Delaney Walker there as well. So I don't know if Corey Davis right now is the guy that I want to try to scoop up. Maybe in the future when he ascends, but unless you want to be real early with it, I'm okay with passing on Corey Davis. And then you talked about Dante Foreman. Yes, I do like Dante Foreman, okay? But the thing is, and this is going to sound crazy to everybody that listens to the Fantasy Freestyle, because you know one of my favorite guys because of his nickname is my man, Pop Quiz, Jaquiz Rogers. But the time has now come to maybe circle off of Pop Quiz. Why? Doug Martin is coming back next week, and the Bucks did not look like they could run the ball well. They look like they're going to try and do it on the arm of Jameis Winston. So if you're going to take Foreman, right, I don't like West per se. I think he's just a guy, but he is a guy on a running team that will still keep his job. Pop Quiz is not going to keep his job. This is the last week that Rogers will be the starter for Tampa Bay. Doug Martin will be Coming back after that. So I think if you make the foreman move, it might be pop quiz that you have to drop. All right. Um, so let's keep it moving here. We're going back to Renee. Renee is in Connecticut. Renee in Connecticut. We're picking between a couple people. You're dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle. What's going on, Renee? Hey, what's going on, Steve? How you How's doing, everything? brother? All right, all right, man. Um, actually, got two questions, man. Hopefully, you can help me out with sure. both. Uh, first one, we talked we talked about the quarterback situation yesterday with Cam and how you you know you fell for me, whatever, and uh, how I had Alex Smith. So right. now we're looking at the waiver wire, and um, we've got um, we've got a couple guys on the waiver wire. I was looking at um, I think it was Jared Goff, and um, I was also looking at Taylor, and then you also the last one of the last calls you talked to, they had uh, said Eli Manning. So if Eli's available, are you saying I should go for him? And then my other question, the trade, the individual that's trying to trade me, they're offering me Matt Forte and um, Chris Hogan for uh, Dalvin Cook and Deshaun Jackson. No, I, uh, no, for that. no. 
Absolutely not. Absolutely not, man. I want no part of this. Like, no, you want Dalvin Cook there. I don't care about Matt Forte and Hogan. You want Dalvin Cook. And let me tell you something. I've said it before. On these two-for-one trades, whatever it is, you keep, you want the best player. The goal of fantasy is to accumulate as much weak, winning talent as you can. And Forte is not that. Hogan just had a good game. All right? I don't care about that, okay? There's still too many mouths to feed in New England. I keep Dalvin Cook. On your other question about Cam, listen, of the guys you said, you just heard me talk about Eli. I think Eli's going to throw, 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 and then he's going to throw some more. I do, however, think Jared Goff is interesting. That's another one of these offenses that are going to be the aggregate, right? Because they're throwing it to Woods, to Cup, to Watkins, to Gurley. So I think both Eli or Goff is uh, viable to have over Cam Newton. So I hope that helps you out there, Renee. We only got, uh, we're up against the break. So here's what we're going to do. We got a bunch more callers that are coming. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to reset where we're at. And then we're going to take your calls. All right. So I see you, Paul E.T., Simon, Jeremy, Victor. I see you out there, Meatball and Cali as well. We're going to pick right up with this, hey, a Meatball, like Danny Amendola, whose mom makes the best Meatballs. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The number to call is 844-843-6879. We're going to take the rest of your calls. I'm going to help you with waiver wires. I'm going to help you with trade proposals. Don't get fooled out there. If you don't know if you should take it, call your boy. I'll help you out. Fantasy Freestyle coming right back after this. Let's go. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spitting Statistician, holding you down. The phone lines are open at 844-843-6879. And we've got some callers lighting up, so let me take this segment and try to help you out as you think about trades to consider, as you think about, should I really spend my waiver priority on this guy that's out there for week four and beyond? So let's get it going. We got Meatball in Cali. Hey, a spicy meatball. You're on the fantasy freestyle dropping stats over beats with speeds. How can I help you, Meatball? Yeah, what's up, man? Appreciate it. What's going on? How can I help you? All right. So basically, here it is. I got a little conundrum. I've got Rivers and Gordon on my squad, but the Brady owner dropped Wentz. And I want to know if it's probably smarter to pick up Wentz so I'm not cannibalizing Rivers and Gordon. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Rivers, Rivers hasn't really been that great this this year okay I think he's kind of uh regressing and throwing a lot of picks and um I like 
I like Carson Wentz. I do like Carson Wentz. Now, the main part of your question is like, are you too committed to the Chargers? You know, and like if this was, say, the Packers or if this was the Lions or the Falcons or one of those offenses, I would say yes. But Anthony Lynn and that new head coach, they want to run the ball a little bit more. So, yeah, sure. I like I like keeping Melvin Gordon as your RB and not being too heavily invested in the Chargers. So, sure, I think he can do that. Now, will there be some weeks where Rivers definitely outscores Wentz? Absolutely there will. But if you don't want to be uh, too beholden to Los Angeles Chargers, I find no problem with that move. So thanks, Meatball, out there. And come back and call me anytime, especially when you got, you know, some linguine, some pasta, something like that to add to it. But, yeah, I would not. The Chargers are not an offense these days that I would be too heavily invested in. We got another friend of the show. It's Paulie T out there in Westchester. Hey, Paulie, how can I help you out? You're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. Hi, how you doing? Thanks for taking the question as usual. Um, two questions. Um, well, first off, thanks for your help last week. Put together a win. Yeah, um, that's what I'm talking about. Do I get 10% of your winnings like a good agent should, though, Paulie? Uh, at the end, man, I'm 15. I'm just, I'm just happy to win for bragging rights. Uh, fair enough, you know, man. Fair enough. I'm glad I can help rights, you out. I, I like it. Um, first question is a QB question. Um, who to play, Stafford or Winston? And uh, the second is a trade offer. I have McCoy, and I was offered uh, Julio Jones straight up. Um, okay, so let's do one at a time. I like Stafford over Winston this week. Both teams are going up against teams that have good cornerbacks, right? Uh, Stafford's going up against Minnesota with Xavier Bumpy Rhodes and Terrence Newman. That is a good secondary. Um, and the other guy you mentioned was uh, Jameis Winston. They're going up against the Giants, who also have a good secondary, okay? But I like Stafford. I like Stafford here because, listen, I, I, I believe Stafford is in the MVP conversation. I believe Stafford, on a week-to-week basis, will not be stopped. He'll find the open guy, and it doesn't have to be a wide receiver, right? He's got Ebron. He's got Riddick and Abdullah out of the backfield. So when you got two guys facing uh, good secondaries, I'll go with the team that has more options, and that's Matthew Stafford. The other question you had was, I believe, McCoy and Julio. I like the side that's Julio Jones. I forget if you have Julio or not, or you would be acquiring Julio. I like Julio Jones. I think Shady McCoy is in trouble. This Bills offense has really nothing outside of McCoy. So if I'm a defensive coordinator trying to play against the Bills, I'm putting everybody in the back box. I'm stacking up McCoy. The only thing that would concern me about Julio because he's dealing with a lower back injury, and those things kind of linger. But Julio deals with injury and plays through them. Every year, it seems like Julio is banged up, and it doesn't affect his performance. Julio is a tried and true stud. I like the Julio side, unless for some reason, Paul, you would be direct of talent at running back outside of that. But I'm glad I helped you out to get a win last week. Hopefully, we keep on doing it all season. So then, at the end, when you win a little bit of cash, you know where to find me, at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. You could Venmo me, all right? Up next is Simon in Atlanta. Hey, Simon, you're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. How can I help you out going into week four? Hey, man, I have a two-part question this week. Um, first off, should I start Cousins or Matthew Stafford at QB? All right, uh, same thing. The last caller had a question about Stafford as well. I'm telling you, I love Stafford. The thing is, Cousins... <sighs> 
Cousins has listen. Cousins is a much better quarterback at home. Uh, the he's facing the Kansas City Chiefs on Monday night in Kansas City. I think Cousins looked great, but it was sort of like, and you know, because you have Cousins, it was kind of like the first week that Cousins really popped off, and he played against an Oakland pass defense, which could be had at home. I think it's a lot different going on the road to Kansas City, and I'm telling you, I am high on Matthew Stafford. Chris Bavona and Chris Venture will tell you when I was doing my quarterback breakdown before the season, before fantasy football drafts, I said that Matthew Stafford was the reason to wait on quarterback, not to go up and take one of these Breeze and Brady guys to wait, and you'll get Matthew Stafford and you could thank me later. Well, now it's later and people are starting to thank me, so I like Matthew Stafford in that matchup. What's your second question? Uh, Yeah, um, I have Justin Tucker, and I was wondering if I should just drop him, you know. He's a great kicker, but you know, the Ravens suck, and I've got some better options on the waiver wire, in my opinion. Yeah, no, so listen, here's the thing. Having a horrible offense like the Ravens is not bad when it comes to a kicker because what happens sometimes is they get stopped and can't convert in the red zone. They get stopped on the opponent's 40-yard line. What do they do? They run out the kicker. I think Justin Kicker is not a kicker you would ever drop. I understand the Ravens look like blunt guts trash right now, but that can actually help a kicker if they can't pound it in in the red zone and can't continue to, you know, bring it all the way in and score. I like, I like, um, Justin Tucker, there's no reason I would lose him. All right, next up here, we got some more calls we're taking. We got Jeremy in Boston. Jeremy in Boston, we've got a wide receiver question. I got to tell you, um, I'm a big-time Yankees fan. I'm a big-time Jets fan, so maybe, I don't know. I might have to give you bad advice on purpose. I would never do that, though. Uh, what's your question? We got some wide receiver options we're talking. Yeah, man, thanks for taking my call. So uh, my question is, I'm sitting at 3-0 and right now, Great. and my wide receivers are decent. Like, I've got Alshon, Keenan Allen, Crowder, and Garcon in a PPR. But I'm looking for a guy, a flyer I can take on. Like, I've been thinking maybe Doxon, maybe um, the guy in Houston's coming back, Fuller, mm-hmm. or maybe like a Mike Williams. Is there any guys out there you think – who I could get and stash, and they could turn into maybe a wide receiver one type player. Yeah, so uh, thanks for the call, man. And like you said, listen, you, th- you already got Alshon. You got Keenan Allen. You said Garcon. You mentioned another guy. These are all startable. So if you're looking deep, if you're looking for someone deep, I gave you some of my waiver wire guys that I liked this week. And it's hard. It's hard when you ask that kind of question because I don't know what your options are, Jeremy. You know what I mean? So here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to revert back to what I said at the beginning of the show. I like Sterling Shepard to really develop as Eli Manning continues to be a volume thrower. And then I look to see what would happen in case of injury. That, I think, is the best way to look at it, right? So you know about Doug Baldwin already in Seattle. He's banged up. That might be a multi-week thing. Look at a guy like Paul Richardson. Look at a guy like Tyler Lockett in that scenario. Out there in Atlanta would be my other place that I would look. Julio Jones is battling this lower back. But the Atlanta offense is diesel, no matter what. So Mohamed Sanu might be owned already in your league, but think about Tyler Gabriel. Tyler Gabriel is the boomer bust guy, but he might get pressed into more action if Julio you know does in fact have an issue but what I'll tell you Jeremy is hit me up on Twitter at Spit and Speeds and let me know what some of the options are and I'll let you know if any of those guys fit the category of what you want and congratulations to you you're 3-0 and keep it moving man we got time for a couple more calls here in this segment we're going to Victor in Houston hey Victor you got a trade proposal want to see if it's doing well you're dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle what's going on hey man thanks for taking my call um 
So I actually have uh, two questions. The first one is a trade question. Uh, I got offered Zeke for uh, Ty Montgomery and uh, T.Y. Hilton. And then the other thing is um, I, I've been hearing you talk about uh, how you don't want anything to do with that uh, Carolina offense. Right. I have Christian McCaffrey, and um, I also have Chris Thompson on my bench. So you're saying um, if you don't want anything to do with it, should I go ahead and make the switch, put Chris Thompson in my flex, or should I – Write it out with uh, McCaffrey. No, McCaffrey is the one piece of that offense that's okay, especially if it's PPR, okay? If it's a PPR format, then both McCaffrey and Thompson are viable. But McCaffrey, you saw what he did if you owned him. You saw what he did over 100 yards in the receiving game last week. So I do believe that McCaffrey is the one guy in that offense who kind of – will retain his value as we go along. As far as the trade question is concerned, listen, I understand that there's a cloud hovering over Zeke, but in these two-for-one deals, I keep the elite stud, and that is still Zeke. I would rather have Zeke than Ty Montgomery and T.Y. Hilton. I don't care what T.Y. Hilton did last week, and thanks for the call, Victor. We're out there. We got time for one more question, and it's going to be Carlos out there in Cali. Carlos in Cali, you got a question about wide receivers. You're dropping stats over beats with speeds and spitting status on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up? G. Martinez, what it do? Thanks How you doing? Using my, my government name and stuff. All right, all right. That's what's up. Hey, uh, I got a question. I have a well, 12-man standard. I got DeAndre Hopkins, Stephon Diggs, which I sat out this last week and I missed out. I know. I Trust me, I know the feeling if you sat out digs. Trust me, I know the feeling. I'm over here being like, can you digs it? And I had some of the uh, same problem. But okay, go ahead. D-Hop, digs? Um, yes, sir. I have uh, Mark Cooper and uh, D. Thomas. Currently, I have Stephon Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins uh, starting. Should I keep out Mark Cooper and uh, D. Thomas out for this week? And uh, do you think uh, Mark Cooper, should I trade him for a uh, uh, Keenan Allen, um, I'm thinking about doing that. And what do you think about, lastly, uh, Joe Mixon moving forward? I have him on my flex. I love Joe Mixon moving forward, okay? And thanks for the call, man. We're up against the break. Uh, I love Joe Mixon moving forward with the new offensive coordinator. I think Joe Mixon joins the fray of all these rookie running backs that are really popping off. Like I said, running back is a young man's hustle. Out of D-Hop, Diggs, and Demarius Thomas and Cooper, I put Cooper now. He's trending towards the bottom of that list. I don't know if you trade him. That's fine. These are hashtag champagne problems, okay? D-Hop, Diggs, and DT, I run him out. Coop will be okay. Just uh, put him in the corner for now, all right? We come back. We ride a bow on this episode. It's Fantasy Freestyle with Speeds and Spitting Statistician. Come on back. Fantasy Freestyle. Sterling Shepard is owned in only 35% of leagues. So if you're at the bar and it's three of you, two of you are in a league where you can get Sterling Shepard. And I recommend it. I believe Eli Manning is now going to have 40 attempts a game moving forward. They're going to throw the ball to Odell Beckham. And they're going to throw the ball to Sterling Shepard. He's the number two wide receiver there. I think Sterling Shepard now ascends into being one of the better wide receiver twos in fantasy. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I don't know the rest of this song, but regardless, we are backdropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network with your boy Dane Martinez, speed and spitting statistician. I want to tell you guys, and if you haven't heard by it now, you're clearly not listening to this network, but what you need to do is go to dailyroto.com or rotoexperts.com slash DKMS. We are teaming up with that organization to help stamp out and fight blood cancer. Here's what we're doing. 
Okay, you can go to these websites and you can enter a DFS contest weeks one through 16. If you win, you get entered into a DFS contest for week 17 among all the rest of the winners. If you win that one, you win tickets for two to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota in early February. I like that like my name was Kirk Cousins. But the greater the greater purpose here is when you go on the website, you could learn a little bit more about how you can help fight the disease and you could register to be a blood donor or a bone marrow donor and really help be a match potentially for someone who is battling these disease and you can kind of be a hero and help save a life check it on out and we give you all the insight you need to build winning dfs lineups right here but one thing i do want to tell you i don't know if you saw this a little bit of news in the dfs world fanduel and DraftKings announced that they are increasing their rake on some of their uh high-end tournaments Okay, it used to be 10%, and now it's up to as, as high as 16 in some cases, okay? And if you, if you don't understand kind of the concept of the rake, it's like the house makes money, okay? So when you put in, say, a $10 lineup, you know, you're getting $18 back, and they show, like, if it's in a 50-50, that's because the other money is going to the organization, the company, okay? It's a business. That's the rake. That's like how the, the house takes its rake, okay? And they're increasing that. I'm telling you, I asked Tony Sincata, my man on Line Up Block Live, who I know is very avid in the DFS play and he was saying that this doesn't affect the layman if you're out there dropping you know 20 50 100 bucks every week maybe on a little DFS action it might not impact you it is the big boys and the analogy I make is like athletes you know how it doesn't matter to us the regular person you know kind of the idea of state tax in one state versus another but if you're signing a contract as a professional athlete for 200 million dollars and in one case you got to pay like six percent state tax and in another case you only got to pay three that's real money okay so for these big boys these professionals these high-end contests keep an eye on that but we're still going to be here giving it to you and you can find other ways to get around it either stay in the low contest or go to some of these other newer sites that don't have the rake just yet okay um or at least the rake above 10 percent. that's the way to do it right there okay and uh you can go on over to dkms you know rotoexperts.com uh dailyroto.com slash DKMS and we're not doing that with our contest okay? so you can get on in there what I want to tell you right now first of all also everybody on uh, everybody that called in thank you for all the calls at 844-843-6879 I'm sorry I couldn't get to everybody if I couldn't get to you you got two options you can call me back tomorrow at this time we'll open up the phone lines at the same time every day from 7 to 8 p.m. I'll be here taking as many calls as I possibly can to help you win your leagues and win that cash the other thing you can do is find me on Twitter, okay? At Spittin' Speeds. I'm spending time every day trying to answer your questions, whether you slide in the DM with my direct messages, or you just hit me up at Spittin' Speeds. I'll do my best to try to answer you, okay? So Dan in Wisconsin, Reed out there in Michigan who couldn't get off the freestyle today. I respect that. Try and call back tomorrow, or... You can hit me up on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds, where right now we got that poll question up, and 59% of you are going with Wendell Smallwood. I do want to say right now, funny enough, uh, at Fan Field Report on Twitter says, What about picking up Andrew Luck in any league that he's been dropped? I'm not doing that. I do not believe in Andrew Luck personally. On tomorrow's show, we're going to talk about week four. We're going to preview the games. We're going to take your calls at 844-843-6879. And we're going to be joined by my man, the love doctor and basketball correspondent. Don Burns comes back to Fantasy Freestyle. We got to ask him about this Carmelo Anthony trade. Dwayne Wade signed with the Cleveland Cavaliers today. And it's the start of training camp for basketball season. We'll see what our boy Donnie Burns has to say but we'll be taking your calls and getting you ready for week four as well 
dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. See y'all tomorrow, everybody. I'm out.